What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 566th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Have I told you all that I live in a mad scientist's house now? Have we had this discussion? I know your husband. So my husband bought this new air purifier, which is technically an air purifier. It is an algae container. So it's a giant tube that grows algae because algae is great at purifying the air. Two issues with it. It has to be running at all times, which includes making bubbles, and it has to have a light on. So on his desk at all times in my living room is this weird green tube that bubbles at me, and I live in a mad scientist set. He actually said to me, he's like, I'm trying to find one of those uh, old props that has the lightning going up between two rods to put over in the side corner. I'm like, I don't mind leaning into the mad scientist <laughs> thing, but can we finish other parts of the house before we go way off the deep end? I like this for him. Weird. That is incredible. Yeah. I mean, this is my life. H Hannah also here. <laughs> Nothing as exciting as that. A few episodes or a couple episodes ago, people asked for more cat updates. My cat update is that my cat has been consistently waking me up at 4 a.m. Yeah, good kitty. <laughs> Way to do the it. The worst hour. Hey, they sell uh, gay cat toys at Target now, and I bought yeah. Archer one, and he is upset. It's a little fish that has a rainbow on it, and he's obsessed with it. It's <laughs> I'm, best $5 I've spent all week. <laughs> uh, good kitty. <laughs> We're proud that we are hosting the coming out party for your cat here live on the podcast. Finally. <laughs> Finally. It's been all, many, many years coming. We didn't want to force the issue, but we're glad we're finally here. <laughs> in time for June. <laughs> Speaking Just of issues, uh, there was a lot of issues this week in the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> every, I think this is the only time maybe in history when every fandom of a section of Pokemon is mad, except for maybe Pokemon Masters. I have not seen a Pokemon <laughs> Masters dev hear us post on Twitter, but I've seen it for everything else. <laughs> Pokemon Unite is like four months mad at this point. Oh my gosh. How old is Ashian? Yeah, if we have four that months. That doesn't hold a candle to Pokemon yeah. Go. That's true. Yeah, That's true. I mean, Go, go diehards are Go diehards, right? I, I think they are the professionals in the outrage machine. Everybody else are just amateurs. They have moments of not being mad, though. So, like, tomorrow for, fe well, actually, yesterday, because we recorded this on, because this comes we out Monday. This on Saturday. There's always, Monday's like, community day. Sunday. Community yeah. day, they're, like, happy for, like, three hours. They like, no Chinese. more than three hours. Because they're, they're not like going to complain birds. that it should have been six hours. Yeah, once you, it you, ends, you have to be reminded that it's too short. You, uh, you, you know, you get a shiny object in front of people's eyes like babies and they get quiet for a while and then give them your keys and then they'll go back to crying because they're probably hungry or something. Me too. The first issue, I guess, or the first news, <laughs> the first news article, which is <laughs> the first issue, all issues. is accurate. <laughs> the first issue. Okay, so uh, this week, or this past week, was supposed to be the Chestnut Repeat Week, but it, there mm. was also a brand new mm. raid event, which was uh, featuring Iron Tusks, or Iron Treads, and Great Tusk. I mean, Iron Tusk would probably be really cool if that was a thing. This is cool because it's our second Paradox event, but 
um, unlike Iron Leaves and Walking Wake, uh, these would have been you could catch as many as you want. And the like real appeal here, if anything, is you can finally get the other one that you were missing in your game with your own OT. Um, obviously, you could have traded for these, uh, but or, you, can't, you can't breed for them. You could go into a person's game in the area, area zero, and do the nightmare scenario of trying to figure out where everybody is because you can't see each other and you, catch them yourself, which is what true. I did. That's true. The like, you could play co-op, for, but for whatever reason, in area, <laughs> in area zero, zero, you can't see each other, but the person as a ghost can still spawn. <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be intentional. I, I don't know that that's supposed to happen. I still don't know if that is supposed to be how that works, but it is how it works. And so we're just going to go with it and pretend that that was the plan all along. Well, it's weird that, like, if they didn't want you to do co-op in Area Zero, uh, why wouldn't they just be like, hey, this is off limits? But they let you. I mean, the co-op is pretty solid, and Area Zero is one of the best parts of the game, so you'd think. Yeah. It's just weird that, like, you're invisible. Whereas, like, for the, if, you haven't done co- <laughs> if you haven't done co-op in Scarlet and Violet, you can see the other person, the entire Usually. co-op experience, except for Area Zero, where it is 100% the other person is invisible, no matter what. They're just, they're there. Yep. And and the thing is, is you can trick the game into making the other person <laughs> appear. It's, Which is my favorite part of that whole thing. Okay, the Area Zero being invisible is not the issue, although it is it is its own issue, I suppose. <laughs> it's not the issue that everybody's having right now because they yanked the raids. Yeah, so uh, the raids came out. I did my Instagram post of, like, here are their movesets. They actually, the Iron Treads and Great Tusk actually have really good movesets. They have really good coverage. They're level seven, they were level 75. The loot drop table was nothing impressive. Again, I think the main appeal here is, you know, for people who don't have friends or can't do the invisible follow me thing. So, you know, you connect to the pokey portal, you see the opposite one, you join it, you suffer through hopefully five minutes of people bringing the worst counter in the entire world, and then you catch it and then you're like, I got the other one. Cool. Within the first 10 minutes of uh, (laughs) these raids coming out, Mr. Joe Serebi tweeted, oh, it's causing games to crash. (laughs) yep the loot drop table may not have been impressive but it was the issue yeah and then about uh i think four hours well about two hours later it seemed like they were completely gone no one could even find the raids anymore and then about four hours later a tweet went out saying uh we have identified an issue that could result in an error after facing five star great tusk and iron tread raids in pokemon scarlet and violet these raids will be suspended including chestnut with the mightiest mark not chestnut with the mightiest mark hey i still needed one (laughs) (laughs) i need that to come back it'll come back yeah it'll come back i'm sure uh they say please check pokey portal news uh you should see the effective raids we at if you see the effective raids we ask players not to participate we apologize please note the five star great tusk and iron treads as well as Chestnut with the Mightiest Mark, will be canceled until further notice. We will provide an update uh, at a later date for future plans surrounding this event. The issue here, surprisingly, this issue happened in Sword and Shield. 
So they did copy and paste this for whatever yeah. reason. <laughs> it's not really copy and paste. It's just um, raids. What Hannah said earlier, raids have a loot drop table. And so when the... I can't remember what raid it was in Sword and Shield, but when the DLC came out in the Isle of Armor, there was a raid and a Pokemon in the raid was dropping one item that was exclusive to the Crown Tundra, but the Crown Tundra wasn't out yet. Um, so the item, while it was in the game for the sake of being in the game, it wasn't in the player's game yet. It wasn't like officially released. So you would do the raid and then it would try to drop the, I think it was like Dynite ore, wasn't it? Or something. It was, it was whatever the ore currency was supposed to be. Armorite ore. No, Armorite ore was in Isle of Armor. So it was Dynite ore. So it was trying to drop Dynite ore, but Crown Tundra wasn't out yet. So the game would be like, oh, this item's on the game currently, and then your game would crash. This is exactly what happened here with, I think Great Tusk was trying to drop s- something. So it was only both Great Tusk. Both of them were trying to, I, I thought it was both of them. Oh, was both it? Both of them were trying to drop the uh, materials that you would get from when you defeat or catch any other Pokemon that's normally in the Pokedex. The problem mm. and the difference is that the Paradox Pokemon don't drop materials. So the issue here was that even though these are Paradox Pokemon and we've caught Paradox Pokemon before, these ones are in the Pokedex, so the game was trying to get materials from them, but those materials don't exist. You would get none times two. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, if you do the, like, let's go feature in Area Zero, you you just get nothing for knocking out, like, five Iron Hands. You get the satisfaction of knocking out five Iron Hands. Oh, yeah, you do. You don't get any materials for knocking out five iron hands. So as far as we know, there was no data loss. There was no corruption. There was no Vivian 2.0. It was just your game just crashed. As far as we know. As far as we know, yes. I can't wait for the Reddit thread. But don't worry. Hannah will be on Pokemon (laughs) Crash Watch. We will be here with. If it's gonna corrupt and if it's gonna corrupt someone's entire game, then yes. We will be here on <laughs> Corruption Watch Two Point. As far as we know, that doesn't exist. Corruption so, uh, Watch Two th- it doesn't exist till we make it. <laughs> and then Joe also said the reason they couldn't just pull the Iron Treads and Great Tusk is because all the raids are somehow related, so they have to like pull them all at once. If it was all automated or something, that makes sense to me. I was really hoping they wouldn't pull all three. The chestnut is one that I needed. They knew I took off streaming this past <laughs> They did. Right. They're like, get it. Well, they're hoping that everybody is playing Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, if everybody would is playing notice. Tears of the Kingdom and is distracted this week, then maybe the Pokemon news isn't generating as bad responses as it otherwise could be. Yeah, I think... So you have a you have a repeat raid of Chestnut, and then you have like a new event, but like not the most exciting event. Uh, it's not like I would say like Blissey was probably more exciting just because it was dropping materials that you would need. I think for maybe if you don't have your Pokedex complete or you didn't do the invisible follow me thing. I don't I actually don't know how many people care about their own OT. I care about my own OT because I'm like weirdly obsessed with OTs in general in Pokemon games, but I don't know. I'm sure some people are just like, ah, just give me it for the Pokedex entry. I'm, I'm yeah, good. I mean, I can't be bothered to look at the OT anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. The only thing I care about is if it's in the right ball. 
That, yes. that, the things that I can see when I'm checking out my luxury ball, if I'm checking out some other low rent, cheap ball, nah, this is not my life. I live the luxury life, not this <laughs> shenanigans that you all got going on. Side note, Greg, are you going to get the $100 luxury ball when it comes out? This, yes. Uh, we don't know when it's coming out, just this year. This year. The, I already told why do you think I was beating up prom kids at a punk <laughs> oh, yeah, pizza? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I remember now. I didn't mention that one of those prom kids was wearing her crown, and so that was big Ooh. money right there. I need Boy. to get my versus seeker and keep battling that dude to make bank. True. Get on my amulet coin so that I steal more money from them. I still don't understand how the amulet coin works. I think you get 50%. Yeah, but, but yeah, but how? In real life, <laughs> oh, I when I battle this person, do I just say, look, I've got the Amulet coin. You owe me more money than the established amount. <laughs> the like, are you like literally hypnotizing people? Look at the Amulet coin and give me your wallet. I'll take what I feel is appropriate. I think the biggest question I have is if they, I, I don't know, it, it feels like it's very clear to me they've had a schedule for the last couple months. Of yeah. like, we're going to do this, and then in two weeks we're going to do this, and then two weeks we're going to do this, and then if they're rescheduling it, which is cool, and they should, and you know, like this upcoming weekend we were supposed to get Del Fox, and then in two weeks we're supposed to get Rillaboom, is, are they going to like s squeeze this in? Are they going to wait until we get the last two starters and then or like run the repeat, but then was there supposed to be something after that? Well, I, I wonder how deep the problem goes, because can they, I mean, they're having to like, if this is affecting all raids and it's something they didn't realize was going to happen and is now affecting future raids, does that push the entire schedule back? Since we don't really know what the bug was caused by on their side, it's hard to say, like, is it just an easy fix? And will we be back on the regular raid schedule or did they uncover a much deeper problem relating to the DLCs that they now have to delay everything. Is it as easy as just don't tell the Pokemon to drop right. an item they don't have? <laughs> right. Is it that easy? Or or is this like a DLC prep where it's like, oh, in other areas, they are going to start dropping things and that code went in too early and it's now causing problems and it will be a problem for raids going forward. Like, it's hard to say because so many of those changes happen on their side. And since we're interacting with their servers, we don't really know 100% what happened. You you would think that, look, I'm not a coder. I don't, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> we know you're not a coder. I'm you just sure, did the pretty face. I'm sure Pokemon games are held together with like rubber bands and, and band-aids. I, I worked on, I used to work on websites and I remember when I started my new job and they were like, okay, uh, the website's going to need a lot of work. And when I looked on the back end of the website, I was like, oh. If I delete oh, I this, look at the back yep. end of the. Don't look. And I was Got like, don't look at sadness. I was like, oh, this. When you said it was going to be a lot of work, you didn't mean like this entire website is is balanced on one toothpick. So, uh, <laughs> like, I, like I, that's how it goes. You would think that they could just like turn off the raids, remove the item from the loot pool, and then turn the raids back on. But it's they didn't very do that. It's possible it was just automated. Yeah. 
and yep. they weren't able to change up work schedules in time to just do that last minute. It does seem like we know what the issue is. It does seem like it was limited to the fact that these were Paradox Pokemon that are in the Pokedex, and I don't think that the issue would happen with Pokemon coming in from home because those aren't going to be in the Pokedex. But it does seem to throw off their timetable at the very mm-hmm. least. See, they should take the Niantic approach. And roll these raids out by region so then New Zealand can test. <laughs> we just hear from New Zealand. <laughs> and we'd be like, well, nobody cares about you, New Zealand. Why are you even talking to us? They, they get the betas for everything. Yeah. Whether they want it or not. <laughs> get wrecked, New Zealand. Or New Zealand. So let's say you didn't care about Chestnut. The majority of people possibly. You didn't care about Great Tusk or Iron Treads. But... Uh, You cared about Pokemon Home. Uh, This was on... (laughs) (laughs) We were having this discussion. Uh, So I think all the rumors, which we didn't really talk about because I think the same rumors for Pokemon Home were also, which said May 19th that it was coming out, would have been on Friday, also said that GoFest was supposed to be in like Tokyo, which it's in Osaka, so get wrecked. So I was like, mm, I don't think that May 19th date is correct, but that was what was going around of like May 19th, May 19th. Well, on May 19th, we got something. <laughs> well, we got something very important and then some other minor things. So I before my birthday, before that's true. It was Greg's birthday before May 19th. They announced on May 18th connection between Pokemon Home, Scarlet and Violet and Violet scarlet and pokemon violet is coming soon double violet there that's the that's the sequel violet violet, violet. violet. secret violet <laughs> pokemon home will soon be updated to 3.0 see player people are asking the wrong question here i will get <laughs> i will get you the right question in a second and players will be able to link pokemon home to scarlet and violet linking scarlet and violet to home will allow players to move pokemon freely between home and their game just remember that a pokemon can be moved to games they only can appear in for example, Dolive, I, this was their example, out of all 1,000 <laughs> whatever Pokemon, they chose Dolive. Dolive is cute. When I first read that, I was like, wait, what's a Dolive? Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Smolive, Dolive, and Arborolive. Middle evolutions get lost. But this middle evolution is amazing. It's so cute. I don't know. You would think they would just use something that, like... LeChonk, like a Pokemon that they just No, LeChonk had the moment in the sun literally everywhere and nobody cares about LeChonk anymore. We had LeChonk Overload. (laughs) For example, Dolive cannot be moved to Pokemon Sword and Shield or Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl or Pokemon Legends. You can't move Dolive to any of those because it does not appear in those games. Now you're thinking, what about a Pikachu? A Pikachu, however, their words not mine from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet can be moved to those games because it appears in it. Additionally, the Terra type of the Pokemon moved from Scarlet and Violet will be determined by their original types. So this is actually pretty big. Um, This is the first time since Generation 2, if I remember correctly, that you could move a Pokemon to an older generation game. So I could catch a Pikachu in Scarlet and Violet and move it to Sword and Shield, their example, <laughs> and move it to Sword and Shield. And I believe in 
Joe, in, in gold and silver, you could catch uh, Caterpie. Sure, you could catch a lot of Gen po- 1 Pokemon actually in gold and silver because that was the first part of that entire game. All the Gen 2 Pokemon were in the later. <laughs> yep. But you could catch a Caterpie in gold and silver and move it back to red and blue. And you could never do that ever in at all, right? Like, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. There was you can no move going between back. games that were in the same generation. So remakes and things like that. Yeah, but. you could move from like Omega Ruby to X and Y. Yeah. But not Sun and Moon to X and Y. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a that's a big W. That's great. Yeah. That is not something we were expecting, I think. Uh I, I think the the like slight bummer is I'm assuming if you have a Pikachu with the like Paldea ribbon and the cooking mark and the Humongo mark and you move it to Sword and Shield, I'm assuming those ribbons just disappear. A common theme in Pokemon games apparently now, just like in Area Zero, yep. you disappear for a little bit. <laughs> then, you just blink out. What's then when the problem? It, then when it comes back, I'm assuming your your ribbons and marks come back. One would hope. They're keeping track of those like they are the moves. Holy cow. This, this just reminds me. happening on this podcast right now. Bold, bold statements. This just reminded me of when you moved a Pokemon from Scar- Sword and Shield to BDSP. And yep. even if all the moves on the Pokemon were legal, BDSP were like, nope. nope. The last four moves. That's it. I don't care that Earthquake is legal. He doesn't learn Earthquake by leveling up. You don't get Earthquake. And on top of that, <laughs> Earthquake is a TM that is not unlimited that you can only buy from the uh, Battle Tower. So guess what? Your Garchomp that you moved from Sword and Shield doesn't have Earthquake. And there was only one TM for Earthquake on the Victory Road. You used it. You got to go buy it now. <laughs> BDSP are terrible. Hey, They're bad games. BDSP are the greatest remakes that have ever been remade. And I cannot sit here and listen to this slander. I feel like people Can't who probably... get through that without laughing. I feel, I feel like... Those games are so bad. They're so frustrating. And I bought both and I've never played the second one. It's yeah, I always like convinced people to get those games before they came out. And then I very much regretted it. Yeah, this is how we ruin our credibility right here. Gosh, the the whole like moving Pokemon to BDSP and them like forced losing all their moves, even though they were it was the most frustrating thing in the entire world. Holy cow! I'm I I've I'm I've never been so mad, but I'm just I'm furious right now. <laughs> Look, if you're gonna start feeding the fire Ilka hashtag on Twitter that has <laughs> popped up. I'm not I'm not going to be here for that, but I do agree it was dumb. If in this article they said the reason we delayed it was so we didn't have the move relearning issue in BDSP, I would be like, please take all the time you want. Whatever you need, whatever. How can we help? How can we get to where you're at? You can you can sell it. Okay, so you can celebrate home coming out. And Scarlet and Violet by receiving a special gift. This isn't new. Any this they've done. They did this for Legends and Scarlet and Sword and Shield and stuff. When you transfer a Pokemon from Scarlet and Violet to Pokemon Home for the first time, you will receive a Sprigatito, a Foycoco, and a Quaxley with hidden abilities as a mystery gift uh, in the mobile version of Pokemon Home. And then you can bring them in your game 
to have even more fun and play Paldea. That's their words, not mine. Your fun may vary in Paldea. <laughs> you or your fun will vary depending uh, on what you find fun. You will also be able to bring roaming form Gimme Ghoul from Pokemon Go into Scarlet and Violet via home. More details. How, how do we catch roaming form Gimme Ghoul? Is that just like I you? Don't, I don't know. You put a you golden do lure a down thing. and hope it shows up. Is that is that it? No, it's not the golden lure. It's the the treasure chest. Oh, they're all. Oh, so I have a million of those. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, they're trapped in the. I don't treasure know why chest? I didn't. I I just thought it was like oh I was just catching gimme goals, but no, you're right. They don't have the chest. If it's somebody like a else, yeah, 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 opens yeah. up their chest, do you get to catch it too for all? No, because it's like why, an is, why are they so stingy? You know it's why? An incense. <laughs> you know why I question this <laughs> is because what community was it, Greg? Where it was me and you, and maybe maybe Will was there. I can't remember because Will broke his foot at one point. <laughs> he broke. He broke his. Yes, he did break his foot. But, but when, that was the one that I couldn't make it to. Where he, I mean, he had broken his foot before and was still walking. Yeah. The, oh, oh, it was, it was the three of us because I was like because community day ended, and there was yeah. like two golden lures, and you oh, were ready yeah, to go yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, let's go get these golden lures. But this is my whole plan on community day is to keep Greg as long as possible at Mall of America. But anyways, so we go Eating over to those brain. golden lures, and this old lady comes up. Maybe she wasn't old. She, <gasps> oh, she, I remember she, this. She, she looked older. And she came up and she was like, do you guys know what the golden lures do? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Who yeah, do you yeah, think yeah, I yeah. am? <laughs> and then she said, be on the lookout for the little coin guy, too. You can catch him. And then she walked away. And I was like, oh, yeah, Roman Gimme Ghoul. But I already <laughs> caught a bunch off an incense. So when she said that, I was like. What does it only spawn at golden? Why did she say the lures, that? The lures might also. I think they may also spawn roaming gimmigul rarely, so they may occasionally spawn it, and that's where you can share the spawning with friends. But if you aren't connecting yourself to Scarlet and Violet, and you aren't getting the treasure chest yourself, then yeah, the lures are a great way to do that. She but the treasure chest is the main way. She really yeah, questioned she my judgment about Pokemon Go. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I mean, she called everything into question that day. Lessons were learned. Okay. Things we were shocked was what was happening. Uh, from version 3.0 onwards, there will be a variety of features added to the Nintendo Switch version of Pokemon Home. Whew. You will be able to exchange Pokemon Home points you can receive based on the number of Pokemon you have in your home boxes L for LP League points. That you can use in Scarlet and Violet. This is awesome because I got max. I got nine, nine. I think it's f five nines. Ninety nine. Yeah, I, I, I've had max for a long time. The more Pokemon you move into home, the more items you can buy in Paldea. Cool. Uh, you will be able to change the Pokemon details page to display information based on the game the Pokemon has been in. Doing so will allow you to check the information about which Pokemon for whichever game you please. You can use this feature while viewing your home boxes without being connected to your game. When bringing a Pokemon from Pokemon Home to a linked game, you'll be able to change the moves it knows from a list of moves that it had learned up to this point. These moves are limited to the moves that it can learn in Sword and Shield, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Uh, some moves are exclusive or Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, this will allow you to have the... Pokemon know the moves you want before moving it out of home. So does that fix? Is that are they saying 
That fixes yeah. the brilliant diamond shining pearl issue. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I take it all back. Pokemon is a fantastic <laughs> series. <laughs> We're back now. This We're is why everybody was so excited when the, this announcement happened. Until until the until second announcement the happened. Ball dropped. Okay, so I, I okay. So here's here's the real question. No one's asking. This is why I cannot be. Um, okay, I'm slightly excited about the movie learning stuff. The real <laughs> the the thing that we should be asking is, mm-hmm. can I see marks and ribbons in the Switch version of the game? Because that is not like if I caught two hundred flittle from a flittle outbreak. Because I was looking for a big flittle or a small flittle or flittle the furious or flittle the, the the hungry. And then I'm like, I need to mass release, move it to home. I can't check. Like, I can't see the marks. or I can see them in the mobile version of home. Hmm. But that's not. That's not helpful. Convenient. Right. Because then I would be like, oh, I forgot to check for marks. I got to move them back. Check for marks. Like. Well, I mean, you could put them in home, close home on your Switch, open home on your mar- mobile, check for marks. That sounds so... Con- can you even mass it's release convenient. on the... Can you mass release on the mobile version? Yeah. Can you? I think you can. The fact that the mobile version and the Switch version, we have to ask these questions of, like, which ones <laughs> can know. do what is the They're actual so problem. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, why Being is able what? to see the ribbons may be part of the whole change the Pokemon details page thing, but it sounds unlikely. This is exhausting. <sighs> well, to make it even more exhausting, <laughs> they said... <laughs> <laughs> they put the cart before the Mudsdale. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, clever, <laughs> clever. Very. So they said that Pokemon Home, so they announced this on Thursday, and they said it was going to come out on Tuesday the 23rd, so everyone was excited. And then on on the nineteenth, Greg on Greg's on birthday, my birthday, they dropped the hammer. Like everything happened on my birthday. <laughs> Wait, do you have the tweet, Anna? Do you have the cart before? The- oh, oh, yeah. They just that's that was the, yeah. the thing they said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they put the cart before the mudsdale. Yeah, they said we put the cart before the mudsdale. They absolutely said that. <laughs> I can't find the tweet right now, but they they didn't. They just said like, "Oh, we announced the the release date too early, and that wasn't the actual release date." And then, and then said it will be coming soon. Well, yep. Wild, yeah. Oh so, yeah. So apparently, the Japanese Pokemon Twitter never had a release date it was pretty much everyone that they just said coming very soon on the japanese yes, twitter they said coming very soon but how i don't i i hate when people are like which intern is getting fired for making that tweet because like one i don't think an intern at the pokemon company is in charge of a company's brand twitter i think somebody like before, yeah. well, I don't actually know who currently is in charge. I knew the old social media manager, which, gosh, she left. She left, I think, oh, right, wow. be- ago. right before the pandemic. I think she left. She ended up moving to Google, and then she yeah. worked on the Google Stadia team. Now, <laughs> Google Stadia isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> so I think, I think now. Touch I still, of death is what we call that. I still, I, I still follow her on Twitter. So she worked for the Pokemon social media, and then she moved to Google Stadia. And I think she's on the Google Pixel team, I think, which... Oh, well, those days are probably numbered at that point. <laughs> Any Google product is like, oh, you got like a year out of it? Time to yeah. shut it down. 
That's the incentives they have within their company. Um, but yeah, social media manager is a full job. Yeah. Most likely not an intern. I don't think somebody getting paid minimum wage is tweeting the date of Pokemon Home. It like it seemed like that when they worded the when you read the tweet, it was like, oh, like this is the official date. But then they yeah. were like, I, I the most confusing thing is just the the follow up tweet of like that wasn't the actual date. It, it, like what where did you get them from yeah what are those dates why did you tweet those dates now? <laughs> why did out of all the days you picked <laughs> like i cannot believe somebody it's, in bellevue washington was like it was also so oddly specific oh yeah Here, i have the tweet i have the tweet okay i'll read you the tweet we put the cart before the mudsdale Earlier, we mistakenly posted that Pokemon Home version 3.0.0 would launch on May 23rd slash 24th. However, the actual release date is yet to be announced. <laughs> that last the part of the sentence is, is coming wild soon, to though, me. So please continue to follow our pages for more information. But can we trust you? Because that's what we were doing, and you gave us the wrong date. It's what? <laughs> <laughs> It's not even like, personally, I don't know about you two or the rest of the people listening to this podcast. I, f I feel like if they would have said, hey, we discovered a small issue, we're going to need a little bit more time, that would be way better. Or, uh, hey, we discovered a small issue, it's actually coming out on May 30th. Again, that would be better to be like, we said the wrong date. Yep. Mudsdale I, joke. I mean, <laughs> I, saying, I don't... saying they need more time is what led to this amazing Legend of Zelda game. Yeah. Saying you need more that, time like, is not a bad thing. I don't know how they thread the needle at this point because literally everybody's mad at them. So, like, as much as those of us who, who are more accepting, like, oh, I get it, you found a bug and you want to fix it. That also feels a million ships of they need to give up this. They can't make a perfect game. They can't make anything right. They are always messing up. Like, there's not a great thread to hit there other than. Honestly, what they said, we gave you the wrong date. OK, we're going to get it out. Of, we're going to get it out soon. Like, I don't know that. I don't know that the amount of people that saying we found a bug would mollify would be equal to the amount of people that it would equally anger, right? Like, I don't know that there's a good... I It still makes me confused, like, where did you get this date from? Usually when the Pokemon Company, or the Pokemon Company International, they're technically two different companies, when they say, like, something is coming soon, it almost always comes within the week. Right. Like, the Japanese Twitter prepped like oh it's coming soon they didn't have an actual date so when you look at the american twitter and they say like it's coming in five days like that makes a lot of sense yeah because i can't remember the last time they were like it's coming soon and then like well maybe people are are like the like early spring or whatever but like when they when they tweet or send out a pokemon.com thing and say coming soon like it's always within like a week um of of that but again, if they tweeted like, hey, uh, we're, we, we need a little bit more time. Sorry, we put the cart before the Mudsdale. Uh, we'll have an update next week. The, I, I don't know. For me, it's like the 
that was the wrong we said the wrong date but why why did you say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it, it's the big thing is where did you get that date from here's what's going to be funny is what if it actually still releases on the 24th and they were just yelled at for putting out an actual date for it but it still shows up on the 24th and for the record i don't think it's because like iron treads and great tusk are broken like the the date re recall happened hours before great tusk right. and iron treads like came into raids because that was like because i woke up to i don't know if that's the right order of events all friday people were mad well like, yeah <laughs> oh no you're right you're right because I woke up to the news th saying that the raids were coming down, and I thought, oh, that's fine. Yeah, I you're only right, need Chestnut. And then I realized that they took Chestnut down, too, and that was an unfortunate way to wake up. Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm thinking that Iron <laughs> Treads, since I haven't streamed all week, my dates are very off. <laughs> you're right. I was thinking that all of this happened on Friday, but no, Iron Treads and Great Tusk are on Thursday night. And then the home mm -hmm. announcement was Thursday morning, and then the recall announcement was Friday. Friday morning. Something uh, like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I... You know, people are like, Game Freak just needs to take more time with things, and then Pokemon Home has been this, like, very long-weighted thing. And who knows? I don't... You would think that it can't be that broken. It already works with four other Pokemon games. You would think by now they know how to do this, but... Maybe, you know, Scarlet and Violet is uh, held together with hot glue and band-aids. And every Everything has tech debt. And clearly they're introducing new features to home in this, which people are excited about. Yeah. We just don't know when now. I I would love, I guess we'll never know, but I would love to know if the the gimme ghoul vivian issue it, which wasn't even specifically like related to those it was just the, i think it was the 1.2 issue i wonder if that delayed a lot of stuff because they had to spend time trying to pinpoint and narrow it down like i i, I do wonder if the hot mess that is scarlet and violet is the reason they dragged their feet so long on home compatibility but gosh we I mean, waited like six months well why i said we waited six months for bdsp to connect to home but like let's not forget bdsp was also <laughs> made by the same people well made by ilka but well uh, but also a hot mess as of a yeah. pokemon game like that game didn't as far as i know have any game breaking bugs where you would lose everything but it, it wasn't wasn't a super stable release. I personally have no problem waiting another two, three weeks for Pokemon Home. It's There's not still another month of spring left. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, we got a month of spring. We still got a month to go, baby. In all reality, what when they announced Pokemon Home was coming soon, I was like, oh, shoot, I got to like clean out my home before i transfer another <laughs> game to it so if anything it's kind of bought me a little bit more time because i should really clean out my current home before i dump more pokemon into it but home is for dumping things into why would you ever clean it out it's where it's like it is like the public storage of apps you just put them in there and you bring things out for christmas or easter look here's my there bunny is. i caught 17 years ago it's tradition now 
Well, speaking of tradition, let's take a quick break. Um, and when we come back, uh, oh, I got a good Pokemon Go story. If you don't play Pokemon Go, skip it. You gotta listen. <laughs> you won't believe what we're putting in your kids' water tonight you more won't at 9 p.m. 13. After the X Files, we'll tell you what's in your kids' water. We'll be right back. That's how the news works, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. And right now on Patreon, we have a 90-minute podcast about Tears of the Kingdom and comparing that to Scarlet and Violet. And so if you want to listen to myself and Bobby talk about our Zelda experience, that is now available to anyone at the $5 tier or higher. Also, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, where you can get a two-week free trial to our premium subscription right in the Apple Podcast app. Not only that, but at the $5 level on Patreon, you get ad-free episodes of the podcast. And we have a bunch of other rewards that you can check out and support the show over at patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That'll be in the show notes as well if you can't remember that, but otherwise it is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you should sign up and support the show. And we have a lot of great things coming. We have bonus podcasts, we have ad-free podcasts, and we have a couple surprises coming in the month of June. So head over to Patreon and support the show and get your bonus podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Mint Mobile. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. And when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? The catch! But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce, sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Look, if you hate your current phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for 15 bucks a month. Maybe you don't hate your current phone, but you want another phone. Maybe you want to be that person with two phones like me. <laughs> And then people think you're just playing twice the amount of Pokemon Go. I'm not playing twice the amount of Pokemon Go, but you could be that person playing twice the amount of Pokemon Go for just 15 bucks a month because you have two phones. But maybe you just want one phone. I can tell you by using Mint Mobile in Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Seattle, Boston, it works. I get, It says little 5G in the corner. I get the speeds. I log in. Pokemon Go working. You get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and your the plan shipped to your door for free. You can go to mintmobile.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is mintmobile.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month. And we are back from our break. Uh, we actually have you thought, listener, you promised a ghost story. I did, I did, but I wanted to finish the last bit of Scarlet and Violet news. You thought that we were switching to go real quick, but we have, we have the the people upset with Pokemon Home. We have the people upset with Chestnut. Let's talk about Korean people because <laughs> they're upset. 
<laughs> as well. There, okay. No okay, one okay, reported okay. on this. There's not actually like a, a Dota esports or a Polygon or a Kotaku or no one reported on this, which is wild to me because I feel like where's comicbook.com? I know you you all listen they to this had show. To be doing it. Comicbook.com loves reporting on Pokemon news. And where are you guys? No one reported on this. So I had to go to uh <laughs> I had to go to World Champion Sedgen Park, the 2014 World Champion. Patrice person. Because they're Korean. <laughs> and they talked about this. No one else did. This is wild to me. And the reason I say like no one reported on this is because like Pokemon News gets clicks. It's why you see weird off-branded sites report on Pokemon News because they know it'll just get clicks and it's fine. Whatever. I get it. You got to write the articles that get the clicks. This would get clicks. There was some context here. When you do the the global challenge for your backpack, your Pokeball backpack, your Great Ball backpack, your Ultra Ball backpack, uh, you 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 place in a ranking. Like for the Ultra Ball backpack, I placed like 7,000 in the world or whatever. If you rank high enough as like an American, you'll get championship points that you can take towards trying to qualify for worlds. Not a lot of championship points, but you know, a couple. And but those global challenges are for Korean and Japanese players to help them qualify for worlds because they don't have like a a Portland regional regionals or a Daytona Beach. I don't think Daytona Beach had regionals. This is the second week I've used Daytona Beach. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> there are also other official Japanese and Korean tournaments. So there was recently a Korean tournament through Scarlet and Violet that happened. Yeah, so it was a Korean and Japanese online worlds qualifier. So you could only participate if you were a legal resident of Japan or Korea. And that happened. And I think it was best of one. And you had to play 10 games in a row. It wasn't like all weekend. You had sat down, you played 10 games, and then that would determine if you would like qualify. And they just decided to invalidate every korean player who participated so if you went like 10-0 if you won 10 matches and zero losses off the record you have to redo the entire thing and sejin tweeted about this because they qualified as they should they're a 2014 world champion they're very good at this game <laughs> they he qualified and then they were like Nope, you, there was an in-game bug. I, 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 we, we have determined, some more. We have determined <laughs> that Scarlet and Violet are very broken. There was some in-game bug. We don't know exactly what the bug was, but it affected the online tournament for Korean and Japanese players. Japan decided that some players who qualified are okay to continue on, and other players... so. Another world champion, Ray Rizzo, who won three worlds back to back, lives in Japan. I don't know if you guys know this. He moved to Japan before pandemic. He lives there as a resident. He qualified, participated in the Japanese online world qualifier. And they told him, 
You are no longer invited. You have to redo it. I only got the news from two players. Ray Rizzo and Sedgen Park. I don't know the full details. That's why I'm... I'm... Gotta have ESPN on this. Yeah, where is ESPN? <laughs> this is this is tournament... This is competitive. Tournament yeah. competitive drama. I, I think if you don't do competitive, I guess the takeaway here is uh, there was a bug. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> and when I say bug, I'm not talking about like spine-ups. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what oh, the bug is um, but that's not good <laughs> I mean one of the bugs that they fixed in the big 1.2 update had been affecting tournaments before that and I don't think that they disqualified players from anything after that bug probably does depending on depend on the on how big the bug is what exactly the I wonder is. I wonder if this is the sim a similar bug to Scarlet and Violet. Um, it was, I think, Players Cup two, where if you disconnected in a pro- in the air sword quote, and shield, sword and shield. Sorry, if you discon disconnected in a certain way in a competitive match, a ranked competitive match, it would force your opponent to take the loss because it would say that they disconnected even though you were causing the disconnection and then you would get the win and the pokemon company tweeted that that was an issue happening and if they checked your profile and you were doing it you would get permanently banned from ladder but that doesn't mean that players didn't do that right especially if you were like oh i only need one more win I'll force my opponent to disconnect and I'll get my last win and then I'll be done for the weekend kind of thing. I wonder if it was like, oh, we determined that players were disconnecting, forcing the other player to get a game loss. They were like, that's pretty like if you're only limited 10 games and you do that two out of like, that's like 20% of your games that you're cheating. You're cheating, right? Like there's no other word for that. But they didn't say what the bug was. I, so I did find game eight talking about what the patch will address issues affecting the online tournaments. Uh, they say players are unable to see their rankings. Players are matched with the same opponents multiple times in a row. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible feeling. <laughs> so that I'm wondering if it feels like that second one would like affect your ratings. If you are matched up against the same person, who you already defeated and then you just defeated them, defeated them, defeated them, defeated them. That would alter your rankings, right? Like you would be artificially inflated or deflated based off of a bad matchup that you kept getting forced into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're only playing 10 matches, ideally that would be 10 unique people. Not like, right. <laughs> not <same>. like- <laughs> well, I mean, if you beat the dude and you got rematched with them, you're probably feeling pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, if you lost dude the dude like, and you got rematched with them, that ain't a great feeling at all. <laughs> yeah, and then it also mentions players are unable to exit out between battles. Players are unable to exit properly from the online competition between matches. This means most players are unable to play the game without hard resetting their game. So I th- I have a feeling like the I feel the second <laughs> the, one. It's the weird. The second one is probably the one where they're like, we're gonna have to redo it's it's weird that this didn't happen for the global challenge and this is just a smaller version of that 
I feel like I feel like these are all connected. This is my conspiracy. I feel like the raid thing breaking this, they're all connected. They put something in. They are building something and they had unexpected consequences and it is wreaking havoc across the system. It's affected my poll rate. This is from that guy stealing all those rare cards from that. Oh, this is continued yeah. fallout from the, the theft. The theft from two years ago is finally catching up with us now. I mean, it created a wrinkle and we are in the aftershocks still to this day. My master's polls are garbage. <laughs> this is why Vivian can't be in any games. It's Pokedex number 666. Yeah, Mark of the Butterfly. <laughs> okay, okay. To, I have figured out how Pokemon Go is making all their money. I've, I've, I've narrowed it down. Okay. You, you guys thought it was raid passes. You thought it was buying Pokeballs. You thought it was selling your location data. I can tell you you're all wrong. I have figured it out. Conspiracy theory. Here we Two go. weeks ago... I was like, there's a Korean corndog place near the University of Minnesota. I think Greg knows where this is. Yep. And I want a Korean corndog. And I went downtown. I had to do street parking. Fine. I'll give you your $2 city of Minneapolis. And then as I was downtown's walking. Downtown's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, it's not really downtown. Area. It's like the they downtown. They have their own name. That area is Dinky Town. Thank you very much. <laughs> It feels like downtown on a Friday, Saturday. I'll tell you that. Well, it's by the youth. There's a bunch of youths running around there. It's gang central. If the gangs are frat people and central, yeah, means, drive past that's the, the one area that serves the East Bank of the University of Minnesota. This is my stomping grounds. I'll have you know, this is where I went to college. So I parked. <laughs> and I, I, well, I was walking over to the Korean corn dog place and on the way there, I saw a Kung Fu tea shop, which remember that we slightly talked about Kung Fu Tea's partnership with uh, Pokemon Go on this podcast. And yep. I have it right here. It says uh, beginning on May 2nd, 350 Kung Fu tea shops across the United States and ca Canada will be transformed into gyms and Pokestops. Keep an eye out to celebrate. Trainers will be able to find limited themed cups Featuring Team Instinct, Team Mystic, Team Valor in June. And you know, I didn't read the June part until now. Um, get ready to show off your pride <laughs> and you refill your Pokemon Go together. Okay, so I didn't know, Greg, that we in this city of Minneapolis had a Kung Fu tea. I thought this was like in a West Coast California thing. Well, we're metropolitan. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely not only West Coast. They had them over in D.C. <laughs> when I lived in D.C., <laughs> I've never seen one of these stores in person. So I'm like, oh, that would be great. We we can get a corn dog because the corn dog place is not like a sit down place. You like no, walk in, not. you get your corn dog and you promptly leave. They, and they got you no, are out. Get out. Yeah. Please leave as fast as possible. Around the corner is Raising Cane. So like there's a whole level of just get your food and get out. Yes, please leave. Um, so I was like, cool, I'll get a corn dog and then I'll go to the Kung Fu Tea. So when you spin the Kung Fu Tea Pokestop, which was an official Pokestop, like the Starbucks, if anyone remembers the Starbucks, I think the Starbucks Pokestops still exist. Yeah. They're not. I, I don't know if they're sponsored anymore. But when you spin it, it pops up and says, like, you can get a dollar off your boba tea. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm right here. I'll walk in. Like, do I have to, like, show them the... Because the Starbucks thing, you just had to show that you had Pokemon Go installed. At least that's what mm. I did back six years ago. 
And then the barista was very upset they had to make the Pokemon Go exclusive Starbucks drink or whatever. She was not very yeah, happy because it was it was way too complicated and it was way too sweet. It was very sweet. So it said, you can save a dollar off your boba drink today. Stop into Kung Fu Tea. I was like, cool, I'm here. And then there was a learn more. So I hit the learn more. And it was this huge page of like, you need to download the Kung Fu Tea app in order to get your dollar off. Oh, no. Uh, I was like, this oh. is how they get you. I was like, this is fine. So I download the app. And then I have to make an account. So after they asked for my social security, my blood type, uh, <laughs> all that stuff. Next up, Ken. I then saved a dollar off my $6.49 super. And now they have your email, your phone number, any way to contact you, they all have, of the advertisements. They have it all. I, <laughs> I gave Kung Fu Tea all of my information for a dollar off. That's it. I get daily emails now from Kung Fu Tea. For everyone that's like, Pokemon is trying to sell your location data? No. The, what I did is the biggest scam. <laughs> they, they have so much information from me for me to save a dollar. Mm-hmm. I did it for you, listener. How does it feel to be sold out, to sell yourself out for a dollar? How much have some did pride. Kung Fu Tea pay Niantic <laughs> to... Sucker people into saving a dollar, but you have to install the app. Give them your your mother's maiden name. <laughs> it's ins- it was very good though. I will say I enjoyed my my kung fu tea. It was it was good. I don't like the like balls they put in the drink though. Boba's so good. You can Boba? get different. You can get jelly. You can get other things at most places. I've never actually been to Kung Fu Tea, but I'm assuming they have all those things too. Hannah, you can save a dollar right now by going into Kung Fu Tea with the Pokemon Go collaboration. Think about that. That could be your Saturday. Saving a dollar <laughs> and playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> I have a closer by bubble, bubble tea place to me, I think. I am good. <laughs> I don't need Kung Fu Tea to have all my information. <laughs> but you, but wow, the map of lo- the Kung Fu Tea is everywhere. It's all across the nation. I'm looking at their map right now. I feel like if we were to have a Kung Fu Tea, it would be in Mall of America. No. There, there is the prices are too expensive, and actual people who would buy this product... Are, plus, there are like seven different types of boba tea spots in Mall of America as we speak. Hey, they're not out of business. The Dare Queen will be. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll go back in June. I want to try to get a cup. I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, that's kind of neat. They haven't released, like, they haven't released the shirts and they haven't released the cups. (laughs) Who knows? What are you hiding from us? This is why the games are bugged. Release the designs and fix your games. (laughs) At the heart of it all, it's all a communication issue. (laughs) I I still can't help but think that I did all that work for a dollar. For a dollar. <laughs> you, it's kind of you insulting, honestly. That they have popcorn. How, why do they have popcorn at Kung Fu Tea? Uh, the what Kung is Fu this tea, mystery shop? So the Kung Fu Tea in Dinky Town is like also connected to like a Asian restaurant. Like there's a restaurant behind. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least that one in Dinky Town is. Okay. Some more Pokemon Go news here. Uh, the Master Ball is coming to Pokemon Go. This was hinted Why? at four years ago. Didn't they put it on the top of a Christmas tree <laughs> yeah. in the, the, the opening screen? Oh, or whatever? yeah. I mean, it's been in the code forever. Throughout 
Season 10, uh, Rising Heroes, free special research will be available. The final story, thank God. The final story <laughs> beginning on May 22nd at 10 a.m. Willow's back with some news on Team Rocket's latest plans and gift. You'll be able to claim the special research until the end, uh, which go which this horrific season ends on June 1st. Um, and then y- your final horrific. reward will be the Master Ball. Receiving a rare and powerful Master Ball is a special occasion. Think wisely on how you will use it uh, and keep on a lookout for future opportunities in Pokemon Go. Um, and that was kind of it. So, yes. So if you want the Master Ball, open your game within the next week and get to that part of the research if you haven't. Otherwise, who knows when this will be coming back. I have never used a Master Ball in any of the games, and I'm not about to start now. Master Balls are a sign of weakness, and you're a bad trainer. (laughs) Uh, But you could get a Galarian bird. That's true. And if it was meant to be, the other balls will catch it. There are people who have four or five Galarian birds at this point. If you put in the work, you don't need these crutches like Master Balls. You know what I need in Pokemon Go? I need, well, one, I need more self-control. But number two, I True. need it to when I pop a daily incense, it like automatically tells people I'm like not playing the game because I feel like <laughs> the second I pop daily incense, it's like raid invite, raid invite, raid invite. And it's like, these these are pretty rare now. Like, I don't get raid invites that much. Maybe I need to join this Tapu Finny. <laughs> you just need to go into the thing and turn yourself off. Yeah, I know. Minutes. I just, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for 15 minutes undistracted. And then somebody texts me or something happens. Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I caught one Pokemon in 15 minutes. Never got the bird to show up. Whatever. Like, the Master Ball coming is cool. I, we don't know how many... Like, how frequently are we getting Master Balls? Are we getting it, like, one a season? Can we hold more than one? Did they say that? Are we going to the shop and buying a Master Ball for 10 bucks? Like, what's happening here? Did They did not say if you can hold more than one, so we have no idea. My, assume, my assumption would be no, just because that's a trend. <laughs> Holding one <laughs> thing at a time in Pokemon Go, yeah. Yeah. We don't know when they'll be coming back, so log in this week if you want one. It's going to be there. And people are going to either use it immediately or probably never use it, honestly. I, I feel like the thing you would use it on is the Galarian bird. I feel like the things you would use it on would either be a Galarian bird if you want one, and you might at that point have the luxury to try and find a good one, or just a very high IV legendary that you otherwise would have a hard time catching. Oh, sure, like a perfect IV non-shiny Kyogre. Yeah. Did I did I tell this story on the podcast where I this was the community you missed, Greg? I got to Mall oh, of America. Yeah, yeah. Will was there with his broken foot. Yep. Uh, I was the one that broke it, by the way, for podcasts. This is why Will doesn't is on the show. I broke his foot and then he quit the program. This I, I cannot believe we're bringing up this <laughs> drama now at the seventh hour. I mean, when you took the sledgehammer and said, hold still, I'm going to correct your foot problems. I I was against it, but you are like, yeah, this will be fine. And then here we are today. I get random questions from strangers. Why did Will leave the show? Well, Steve broke his foot with a mallet. <laughs> Correct. Will and I arrived to Mall of America. We start our community day. The first raid I join is a uh, Landorus, and it ends up being tiny, not shiny, 
Tiny. I'm very happy though. Tiny Landorus. I'm like, whoo, what a good start to commute day. It's little mon. Tiny Landorus. Well, this is good. This is great. And then I proceeded to fail to catch yeah. Tiny Landorus. Oh, no. That will probably go down in history of my worst commute day because I could have got a tiny legendary Pokemon and he ran away because he was way too. And before anyone starts typing on the YouTube comments, I was hitting greats nonstop. I couldn't hit excellence. He was too tiny. He's too little. But I was golden razzing and hitting greats. And I had like 12 Poke, 12 Premier Balls. I would have used a Master Ball on that, hands down. Like a, a Humungo or a Tiny Legendary, hands down would use a Master Ball on that. This is what we call a lesson letting go. <laughs> I, Some things in life are not meant to be. And when you do not catch that thing, it is the universe saying, you need to let things go. Be at peace with what comes your way and what leaves your way. <laughs> Tiny Landorus is not for you. It's for somebody else to come up to you and go, look what I got. I got a tiny Landorus. And then, Trade me your shiny for it and you will do it because that's who you are. It's true. See, the, the real the real scam is me baiting people online because I <laughs> I trade. What was this? What was this thing I saw in your stories where you're trading an Entei for a for a shiny costume a scarf? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hannah, do you think Shiny Entei for Shiny Costume Sphere was a good trade? I, that already says ha- I no. mean, it's easy enough to have a collection of Shiny Entei from the distribution back however long ago, and it was harder to get the Shiny Costume Sphere. So if you care about still having the Pokemon in Pokemon Go, it's not an awful trade. Hannah, I'm disappointed. I have so many shiny Entei. They're not from Pokemon Go. They're not in Pokemon Go, but I have so many shiny Entei. So I, I, <laughs> so I traded Greg. Greg and I were lucky friends, which is yeah. really funny because literally the day after we did our lucky trade, we became lucky friends again. And I haven't seen Greg since then. So here's the thing. I find these things out on Instagram because I do not open this app. So the first time I found out because I was tagged in the post, I went, oh, we're lucky friends. And then the second time it happened, I thought, why are you reposting this? So I did say, again? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. This is the key. Lucky friends with me. Just I never open the app. And it's finally like, oh, lure them in, lure them in. See, and I have to listen to the show. They... They were like, this is how we get Greg to keep playing. When Greg and I were lucky friends the second time, I was like, oh, we that was on Slowpoke Community Day. Yeah. And at the end of Slowpoke Community Day, I got all bad shiny Slowpokes. And I was really bummed because I wanted a good shiny Slowpoke so I could evolve it to get shiny Mega Slowbro because I like the Mega Evolution in Pokemon Go. When Greg and I initially did the first Lucky, I don't even know what we were trading for the first lucky trade. But Greg was no, like, I don't We ca- haven't done the second one. Ha- we, this was the first one. Oh, we yeah, that was the, the first one. Because I haven't seen you. But before that, like, usually, well, this is what happens with all lucky trades. I, I Anytime, like, I see somebody, like, when I went to Seattle for GoFest or, um, you know, Germany for GoFest or London, and I'm like, oh, we're lucky friends. What should we lucky trade? The, 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 the standard answer is, oh, I don't know. Like, no one knows what they want. Yeah. I know. <laughs> You can't say no one knows. I know. I have an ultimate goal. 
So anyone hearing this now will know if they trade with me for a lucky, I want a shiny female Sneasel. I have that My for you. Uh, I have it. <laughs> I, I, we talked about this. This is the other problem in Pokemon Go is you're lucky friends with somebody for like 16 years. <laughs> yeah. Beginning of 2020. January 2020. I'm, I'm typing a shiny. <laughs> And I, I bet one. I bet I one person in, in Australia, and that is just a thing that is ne- that is just for us because that's. Mm. But my I, ultimate goal is to get a shiny hundred percent female Sneasel. Wait, Lucky's I in have, there somewhere. I have five shiny female Sneasels. You can have Yay. any of them. <laughs> I have yeah, two he shiny says males. that, and they're like, "Well, give me that one," and he'll go, "Not that one." No, Someday, no, no, no. one of them will be a Hundo. I have maybe. Between twenty and thirty at this point from Lucky Trades. So the 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 Lucky Trade that Greg and I did, I was like, I want a shiny Slowpoke because I want it Lucky and I want good IVs for it to evolve into Mega Slowbro. This is what I want. I want Mega Slowbro, yep. but I also want Lucky because I'm trying to complete my Lucky decks very slowly. But this is perfect because a Lucky. Pokemon, I plan to power up all the way. I plan to Mega Evolve. It's much cheaper Stardust-wise. And Greg said, I want a Shiny Verizian. And I was like, cool. I have like six of them. Yeah. And so I did that trade and I was like, oh, I'm going to post this on Twitter because people are going to be mad and they're going to say the exact words of, you got scammed. But I didn't get scammed. Because (laughs) let me tell you, please explain to me how much you think Shiny Verizian is worth because it has been sitting in my box for like Four and a half years, wasting space, doing nothing. No one wants home. it. The fact that it's Greg was like, home. <laughs> the fact that now. Greg was like, I want a Verizian. I was like, please take one. <laughs> so the other, so last night I traded shiny Entei for shiny costumes feel, and they were like, I'm missing shiny Entei Suicune and Raikou. I was like, cool. I typed in Suicune and I had six shiny Suicune. And I was like, cool. You want one of these? They, I checked the date. They were from 2019. Oh, yeah. There were all those. Those were the first raid days. Yeah. yeah. So the Verizian was probably not four days. years old. The Verizian's probably three years. Of- oh, take it back. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. It, it should have <laughs> aged sold a little the bill bit. Of better. Goods. And then they were like, do you have Entei? And I was like, ah, oh, no, I'm probably out of Entei. I probably only have one or one left. So I typed in Entei. I had five shiny. I thought I had one. I, <laughs> yeah. This is so when, so in my, like, when it's like, oh, you got scammed. You like, no, I literally thought I had one shiny. I had five and I didn't even know it. There is no scam here. These are worth nothing. I want this feel. A million stardust? <laughs> sure. What else am I going to do with this? The, the shiny economy is. Bust. <laughs> I don't know. It all depends on what Pokemon you have and what Pokemon yeah, you want. Like I well, wanted mostly. shiny, lucky Slowpoke, and I got it from Greg, and I I yeah. love him. He's great. I also specifically said I wanted a boy. I said, and I made that happen. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I was like, because I want I wanted a boy, Mega Slowbro, so he can Since be. They revamped the Mega system, and it's actually good. Yeah, now me- the Mega system's pretty good. Yeah. Well, speaking of Megas, uh, Mewtwo doesn't have a Mega yet, even though that was teased like two years ago. <laughs> they keep showing these things in, in the yearly images with all of the things that you think are going to come out in the next year. 
and, and they don't playing, come out in the next the, year. Playing the long game. When they say 10-year game, they really meant 10-year game. They really mean it. <laughs> We're going to string you along for 10 years. Shadows are rising. A team Rocket has grown more audacious. They discovered how to leave Shadow Pokemon to defend gyms. These Shadow raids are unlike any challenges trainers have faced in Go. What's more, Shadow Mewtwo will return to Pokemon Go in Shadow Raids. I have a Shadow Mewtwo that's a 98%. And there was part of me that was like, well, if I purify it, it'll be a no. hundred. <laughs> it'll be a hundred. Not 100. that one. I love collecting a hundreds. That's another thing I like. I like shiny costume okay. Pokemon and I like a hundreds. If you want, if you really want. Hannah, to. the Mewtwo is suffering. It I is. could cleanse its heart and its yes. soul. It's tr- miss. It's treated poorly. Did you know that I'm wake- making waves in the Pokemon PvP Go world <laughs> right now because of this very issue? The cleansing. Isn't there actually a sh- purified Pokemon that is good for PvP? There are a couple. Yeah. yeah, mostly it's mostly Shadow, but there's like two or three purified. Sableye. There. Sableye is one of them. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so Shadow Mewtwo will return to Pokemon Go and Shadow Raids. For the first time, you'll be able to encounter a shiny Shadow Mewtwo if you're lucky. Shadow Mewtwo will appear in five-star raids on Saturday, May 27th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then there will be other Shadow Raids that will also start. Uh, those will start on Monday. Uh, so this will start at 10 a.m. on Monday. If you're listening to this podcast on Monday, they will go for about a week. And for your one stars, you will get shiny Poliwag, Shadow Poliwag, Shadow Machop, Shadow Bellsprout, Shadow Beldum. Not sure why Bellsprout doesn't have a shiny symbol next to his name. Because the only shiny, the only shadow Pokemon that can be shiny are the ones that the team leaders have had. Got it. Okay. So unfortunately, no team leaders like Bellsprout enough. That may be changing a little bit now. I'm not sure about the. No, those aren't Shadow. Never mind. Yeah, that's still the same. Uh, three-star raids will be Shadow Bayleaf, Shadow Quilava, Shadow Croconaw, and then Shadow Shiny Snee- Shadow Sneasel. I heard if it's a female Shadow Shiny Sneasel, Hannah may want it, but you can't trade a Shadow. You'd have to purify it. Yeah, you'd have it. to purify it first. You'd and you know, adding it, so. purification to that list, if it was a hundo, <laughs> that would be even better. Yeah. <laughs> there will be... Uh, the following Pokemon will appear in raids. Jim's either taken over by Shadow or one of the bosses. So one-star raids will have Clefairy, Tentacle. These are not Shadow, by the way. Clefairy, Tentacle, Meryl, Screlp, Poplio. The, where's Litten and Rollet? Who knows? Um, three-star raids will be Magneton, Lapras, Mawile, Empoleon. Five-star raids will be Regigigas, Tapu Fini. Mega raids are Mega Pinsir and Mega Altaria. My problem isn't the Shadow raids. My problem is... Why are there so many raids at once? Like, is the amount of, like, am I going to go to Mall America and be like, oh, cool, three Regigigas and no Shadow Mewtwo? Yep. So the the normal raids will appear at normal gyms. The Shadow raids will appear at the gyms that the team leaders have taken over. They just had to have the normal gym layout. So the raids that would be going on without the event. Oh, so they don't apply it. So how do you know it's going to be a Shadow gym? The gyms will look different. The gyms won't have a team in charge of them. Are they replacing current gyms? Are they new mm. gyms? Same Did gyms. You know? So instead of, <laughs> instead of say, you are, as a trainer, battle, take down a gym, put your Pokemon in there, that gym is then Team Valor. That mm-hmm. gym 
if it is going to be a shadow raid, it'll kick, I think, everybody out and Team Rocket will, Team Go Rocket will take over that gym. A team won't be in charge of that gym. And that is why when you complete a shadow raid, you don't get a uh, extra premium, an extra Pokeball to catch the Pokemon if you're, you know how when you're, you complete a raid, if you're Team Valor, if the gym is Team Valor, you get an extra Pokeball. That bonus doesn't apply here. It was a little bit confusing to me because there are so many different bonuses you can get when you finish (laughs) a raid, but it makes sense once you realize the gym won't be any of the teams. It will just be a Team Go Rocket gym, basically. I, I feel like this is them trying to do the same thing to Team Go Rocket that they did to Megas. They're trying to do a big revamp here, and I think that there are some positives but not not all positives. It's not amazing. They're taking two things that people aren't psyched about and putting them together. Um, but you will be able to go after certain shadow Pokemon more easily. Yeah, I like that. I like being like, cool, I don't have a shadow Bellsprout and instead of like tapping on trainers on the map and being like, I don't, know what i need to decipher here of whether this is a bell sprout or i don't i don't even think you're like even guaranteed that right it could be like one of the three pokemon they have so to be like oh i want to complete my shadow pokedex and there's just a bell sprout raid and i can just do it and move on with life is that that in itself is appealing um but you cannot use remote raid passes for this and i don't know why anyone's surprised about that niantic (laughs) remote raids that's not exactly true. There are people at Niantic who themselves like remote raids, but there is a push I against have, that right now. I think I'm allowed to say this. I have like 20 Niantic employees on my Pokemon Go list because I, when I was in Seattle, we like did a walking tour with with employees from Niantic, and there was there was like two I think employees that weren't even on the Pokemon Go team. They were on like the Pikmin team. And then the the other ones were Pokemon Go people. Like one of the people on the walk were was the the person who like ma- revamped the Mega System. And then another person I was talking to, um, they they just worked on like clothing in the store. So it was like cool. It was it was like cool. But like so I have them all like labeled as Niantic, uh, as their like nickname. Let me tell you, if there's if there are people that invite me to raids more than others, it is Niantic employees. They are always sending out remote raid, but like <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting remote raid. <laughs> so to say, I know that people are like Niantic hates remote raids. <laughs> there are definitely employees there that love remote raids. I'm getting invited all the time. There's also like three Niantic employees where if I invite them, I know for sure they're showing up. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I feel like everyone has like that one person on their friends list that you invite and you know that they're probably oh, yeah. showing up no matter what. <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, at, at this point, that's less likely with the cap, but still. Yeah. So you can subdue shadow raid bosses using purified gems. That's a new item that can be assembled from shadow shards. Shadow shards are a gem piece that will be dropped by Team Go Rocket. Gather enough shards to use Professor Willow's newly invented shard refiner, you'll be rewarded with a purified gem. There are multiple ways purified gems can assist you against the battle. 
When you use a purified gem during a shadow raid, the enraged shadow boss's attack and defense will be lowered, giving you an opening. This kind of sounds like the opposite of like Z moves. Like instead of lowering their attack or defense, like a Z move would increase your attack and defense. Like I, I, I still think I have. I, Niantic has not talked about Z moves with me or at least with me. I don't know. Maybe they. I would assume that eventually Z moves would come to the game. Megas came. I would assume. I would Dynam expect Gigantamax more than I would expect Z moves. No, Z moves. The, you have to prop the camera up and actually do the dance. That's the new <laughs> thing. So you, it records you doing the. And then the Z move will go up. My, my, like, if I was to imagine how Z moves would work in Pokemon Go, I would imagine that either one, you could just buy it. <laughs> as a temporary like one use kind of thing or two you would have to like do what team go rocket is which is like do six of them combined it now it works once so i always imagine that if they do z moves and you had like three people at a mall trace and you're struggling and if one person used their z move it would make it significantly easier for the three of you to do it versus like trying to find a fourth or a fifth but that's because you did like the work up to this point to hold on to a z move that's how i always thought it would work but this is saying like you put this thing together purified gem together and when you use it instead of you getting more powerful the boss gets weaker weaker compared to where it's at at that point in the battle my understanding is that over the course of the raid the shadow raid boss will get stronger. What? Yeah. What? That's crazy. Yeah. So a three star or yeah, a three star raid won't be the difficulty you think it's going to be because it'll get harder throughout the raid is okay, my but current understanding. Then answer me why I want to do a three star crocodile. Like are the are like <laughs> if it's going to get hard, if I need like people to do it and it's gonna get harder am i getting some like sick reward is it dropping a master ball when i defeat the crocodile yeah, like, what are the rewards the, here the shadow crocodile you get a chance to catch a shadow crocodile <laughs> would be my guess and i don't know the shadow shards and the purified gems and the whole these raid bosses get more powerful as you're battling them thing i sure hope it's explained well both to players in the first place. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> I have had friends who are relatively new to the game or friends who have come back to the game after a certain time and the game has become so complicated yeah, that Pokemon they are goes. asking me so many questions of how things work. And this is just God. adding to that. Oh, it's so refreshing to find somebody has been crushed by reality. <laughs> How's it, what does hope feel like? Uh, <laughs> you know. It's a wild time to be a Pokemon put fan. put it out there. Bless your heart. He, like, Sh Sh Shadow Mewtwo in raids seems really cool. You're just going to need a bunch of people to do it in person. Which, you know, there was like four years of of that uh, yes. <laughs> at one and point. I think that for something as important and as difficult as Mewtwo, it worked pretty well with the EX raids when there was a time and place for people to get together. When all of the communities 
I won't say all of the communities. There are a lot of communities that are fracturing right now. I feel like it's going to be hard to get people, enough people, even in some, maybe not downtown areas, but in some cities, um, to do these. I could be wrong. It is exciting. There are more chances to get a higher IV Shadow Mewtwo, and it is the strongest Pokemon in the game. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's so hard to like tell because um you know I I would find I would say that I'm a hardcore Pokemon Go player. I mean, I just talked about how I had like seven shiny and <laughs> collecting dust. I have not been in any discords or Facebook groups or any of that stuff. Um now, obviously, I live in a big city, so I can use that to my advantage, but I do think there is still, and in no way, I feel like I always have, in no way is this a, di- a defense of Niantic. I think Niantic makes a lot of terrible decisions, uh, constantly. They have very few good decisions, and I will, like the mega stuff, that was good, good revamp, I, I will always applaud that revamp, it was very good. There's always part of me that's like, the the people that are doing 20 plus raids a day in a discord they are going to be very loud when this is taken away but i cannot imagine that is the majority of pokemon go players to sit in a discord and whatever you determine fun if you think that's fun to spend 20 dollars a day remote raiding in a discord do whatever you want with your money but i don't think that's like the majority of players So so I have been a part of a bunch of different Pokemon Go communities. I was part of the local one before college. I was part of the one I started and ran the one at my college. I have kind of gone and found the Discord for local communities whenever I go and travel to a place, if especially if there's going to be a community day there so that I can kind of figure out where people go for the community day. And it does seem like... There are fewer people. There is less activity. People oh, no, I, I agree with that. Did do the remote raids a whole bunch. Maybe not to the extent that the people who are the most angry about the change did, but people still used remote raids. Even in our local, the first Pokemon Go community I joined, everybody lives in the same neighborhood. It was just convenient. Oh, yeah, no, I I, I, I was having this conversation with... Uh... With a person last night of, you know, I think we've had the same scenario on the podcast before you joined Hannah, and I'm sure you've heard it before. But like if there's if there's a a Drudigan down the street from me and it takes me 10 minutes to walk to Drudigan, another five minutes to do Drudigan and then another 10 minutes back, that's 25 minutes out of my day, um, which if I am going to Mall of America for like three hours, I am dedicating that time to Pokemon Go. I love that time. I'm obviously usually with Greg or Will. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if I'm like working on a YouTube video and I'm like, okay, I have like an hour before I have to stream. If I walk to the strut again, that's like 25 minutes. But if I just spend a dollar, I can get 20 minutes back. And 20 minutes is a lot of time. And a dollar is not a lot of money. But if you're doing that like a couple times a week, I think the convenience is there Mm -hmm. and worth it. But on the other side of things, I cannot imagine giving a mobile game even $20 a week. That's a lot. Like, I, I've played Pikmin for 1.5 years because I think that's the anniversary they just celebrated. 
in that yeah. time, I have given in in a, in over a year, I have given Pikmin exactly thirty dollars, and I love Pikmin. It's great, but that's that's not even what that's like. That's like two fifty a month, <laughs> like like three dollars a month or something. Like that's I don't regret giving Pikmin thirty dollars, but and I play Pikmin every day. Um, but again, do what you want with. Your money, obviously, Niantic said we don't want your money anymore. <laughs> I mean, kind of did, but they also raised the remote pass cost. Yeah, but this is just rehashing that. My my point was that I'm not sure how well these Shadow Mewtwo raids are gonna work. I'm not sure how easily people are gonna be able to get together for them. And yeah, we that's will a, see. that's that's yeah. a great point. That's why I I went out to Reggie Drago and Reggie Eliki because I wanted to. S- you couldn't yeah. remote raid. And those are a little easier because those have a set time. Yes. Um, and I was well, I was easier and harder. <laughs> <laughs> I was blown away about well, you know, if it even worked in your area. Yeah. I was I was blown away about how many people showed up to Drago. Like there was over 30 people. And when I was in the Discord, because that was when I was like, I'll try to join a Discord. Greg, where where are the good Discords? There were only in the Discord four or five people talking about it. So I only expected four to five, and 30 people. I don't know where these people came from. I have no <laughs> clue. Lurkers. You got to check Facebook. They you got to find the other Discord. You got to check Campfire. It's yeah. just fractured. Um. So this, I, I guess our final bit of Pokemon Go stuff, this is off Dota Esports. There's an interview with, uh, what, what's, his, what's his name? Um, Michael... Stir, stir, I don't know how to say his last name. Sterenka? We'll just say Michael. He's the Pokemon Go director. Uh, I've met him once. Uh, he seemed very nice. <laughs> met him in Seattle. He seemed nice. Uh, so Dota, uh, who, who asked this? Who did this interview? Was this interview actually Dota Esports? I think it was. Yeah, Dot Esports asked. They asked him uh, how they felt about the Hear Us Niantic trend and the remote raid passes changes. And he said, quote, we have definitely taken note. It's hard to ignore, right? I'm personally being tagged in a lot of these tweets. We read everything. We see everything. It's one of those things where we never want to go out and respond to two calls like that unless we have something to actually show for it. And for us, for the rest of the year, we really feel like actions will speak louder than words. We've been working really hard as a development team to put together a huge slate of new features that will allow allow players to enjoy over the course of this year. So personally speaking, I'm pretty sure I used to do remote raids. uh, I'm pretty sure I used to do more remote raids than 99% of your readers. We'll stop there for now. I don't I don't think he's lying about doing remote raids. No, I do dislike the consensus of like Niantic is trying to kill this game. Niantic hates Pokemon Go players again. What I, I like, I everyone I've ever talked to at Niantic, with the exception of one person, and he doesn't even work there anymore. <laughs> they all like love Pokemon, and they they were all really excited to talk or to trade or to like 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 they, they genuinely like Pokemon. So I, I I do believe him that he he was a big remote raider. I have no doubt there. 
Um, he then goes on and says, there was a very, very painful decision to make even for me. But when we look at the overall health of the game and the types of behavior that remote raid passes were introducing, it just didn't align with the kind of experience we were trying to create. And honestly, I can say even personally for me, it became some it became sort of an unhealthy way to engage with the game. I would just sort of throw money at pokey coins and then spam legendary raids as much as possible. I believe this. And if we're talking about legendary Pokemon, they're supposed to be this epic epitome of all Pokemon content, something that players, including myself, are doing a dozen times a day. Some people over a hundred times a day. You know who you are. And there are uh, <laughs> something that we were really honestly let go on a little bit too long and ultimately needed to correct course. So again, super, super painful decision, something that we didn't take lightly, but it's something that we felt was necessary for the longevity of the game to also ensure that we're not compromising on our mission. Uh, and so, yeah, we have no plans to direct the Hero Scientic thing recently because we are sticking to the decisions that we made. But instead, we're hoping we're hopeful that players will see a lot of hard work that the team has been putting out the last year, because I think we have coming what we have in coming in 2023 is really going to blow people away. Uh, and before comments, it's epitome. Oh. Thank you, Greg. What, 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 what does that mean? Epitome? Yeah. Well, it is generally like a perfect example or a high quality. So when you're saying this is the epitome of, like, we could say this is the epitome of Pokemon podcasts, meaning that we have perfected everything. We are the golden We should be saying that every by. time at the start when of the we show. We could. People would disagree, but uh, <laughs> that's impossible. We have Hannah now. This is the epitome of Pokemon podcast. <laughs> this is as good as it's getting. Uh, so epitome generally means it's the ideal, the perfect example of X. So when they say legendary Pokemon, they're supposed to be epitome of all Pokemon content. They're saying like these are the ideal super Pokemon that you want to get, which I at that point completely disagree. But whatever. I mean, they're not Rosalia. Um, we we know which what we know where they peaked. It has been downhill slide ever since. <laughs> they pulled it back with Tinkaton. Um, all of this is very corporate, and I applaud them for making corporate speak sound human. Mm -hmm. It is corporate, but I, I can't say I disagree with the legendary Pokemon are supposed to feel legendary. But if you're doing like twenty a day, does it really feel? like a special Pokemon at that point. Like, like there is part of me that's like, I can't uh, disagree with that logic. I mean, yeah, saying that doesn't I, make anyone I, feel better, but like, I feel like them saying we created this problem and did. <laughs> our whole game is like, you can still do a bunch of these in person. Our whole game is about ruining the epic legendary value. And so now we're going to try to fix it by limiting that to get back. Like, I mean, it is like you made the problem, <laughs> which I think is a good way to go. Like, I think these things need to be devalued. I am. I think shinies need to be devalued. I think legendaries need to be devalued. I think mythicals, which stand for marketing, need to be devalued. I think these things need to be brought away from the brink because I do not think that the inherent view of value is good for this community or this fandom. Greg's I'm not sure I 100% agree with Greg, <laughs> but I will say if the issue was people were doing too many of these, then they could cap it without raising the prices. If the issue was they were devaluing, devaluing legendaries, then they could cap the six star raids, but leave the rest of the raids open so that people could keep doing them with friends as much as they want. 
I, I, they didn't do either of those. I, I don't want to come off as like a niantic apologist. Yet here we are. Here we are <laughs> on this show. I'm in the big pocket of Niantic. But like, if I, there, there, I think there are like two separate issues. The one issue is like legendary Pokemon don't feel very legendary when you can like catch 20 of them in a day. Right. I, I do think of like a scenario with my mom where she, out of all the Pokemon she wanted, she wanted Mewtwo. She's like a huge Gen 1-er. And like that was like the one Pokemon she wanted. And I like took her out for Commune Day, which I've done like three Commune Days with my mom. And one of the Commune Days, Mewtwo was the raid Pokemon. And I was like, cool, let's walk over to this Mewtwo raid. We'll jump in. She's like, no, I've tried this before. No one ever joins. Like I've done it with like my coworker. There's two of us. Mewtwo's too strong. We can't beat him. And like we jumped in the Mewtwo raid. And it started filling up and she's like, oh, my gosh, there are like 12 people in this raid. I was like, yeah, it's community day. And then it got up to 20 and we're doing the raid. And she's like, I don't know if we're going to get this. Like she was like genuine. She was like, she was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to catch this. And then we defeated it and she was so excited. And then she was like scared to catch it and she caught it. And she was like, she was like, I'm so happy. Like this is my she made him Mewtwo her buddy like instantly. (laughs) There's like a special feeling there, right? Like, oh, yeah. And that 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 is memorable, and I understand like from a lore slash game that they're trying to create that they want Pokemon to feel special, um, in some way. And there is like you know, for people who min and max, you kind of lose that special the, the surprise and delight there when you're just pumping out like twenty Mewtwo's in a day because you can just throw dollars at it. So, like, that's, like, one issue. And so, I do agree that how do you make these more special that isn't, like, like, you made this problem that people, like, loved and then you took it away, right? But then there's the other problem of, like, the prices where, like, for a 100 coins, I could get a Mewtwo. But also for a 100 coins, I could get 20 Pokeballs. Who in their right mind is buying the 20 Pokeballs for 100 coins. Like, I, like I, th- th- that's like a hypothetical question because like somebody would be like, me, because I had no Pokeballs me. left, right? But yeah. like, realistically, you could, if you had like three Pokestops relatively close together, you could walk in a circle for five minutes and you would probably have like 30 Pokeballs, right? So there's like this weird pricing thing that was also Niantic's fault for the way, by the way. Again, like if I look at the store, it's like six max revives, 180 coins. Yeah, there are some wild boxes out there. Yep. A Poffin, 100 coins. A super, like a super incubator. You could get possibly, Hannah, you could get three bronzors <laughs> from an egg for, for 200 coins. Or you could get a Mewtwo <laughs> for 100 coins. Again, they created this problem. They, they did yep. say remote raid passes were discounted. They were discounted for, what, four years? Yeah. And so then they raise the prices. People are under I I uh, people are understandably mad. I get it. I totally I'm 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 with you, but like you created a problem where people were I like the word they used. Unhealthy. An unhealthy habit of just throwing money. And it, it almost feels yeah. gambly to me. It almost feels like slot yeah. machine to me. Like I didn't win big for the shiny Mewtwo. Another dollar, pull the lever. 
Okay, not not shiny. Okay, another dollar. Pull the lever. Not shiny. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they're like leaning into when they say like unhealthy. Um, but well, I mean the the idea to the one thing I sort of agree is you know you created a problem. You've created people who can develop a very unhealthy relationship with this, especially if they're spending a ton of money. Um, and that you're trying to correct that behavior. You know, we sort of step into the how, like, what is overcorrection? What does correction look like? Especially when you created the problem. Um, what does that ultimately mean? And I, I understand, like, I understand the decision uh, to some extent. But also in most of the things they did, they, it felt like they hyper focused on the one target that supports the decisions at the expense of a lot of things that come along with that decision and at the expense of all of the ramifications out of it, which they don't talk about. So again, this is a very corporate situation because he's hyper-focusing and getting you to personally align with him. Like I used to do this. I would sit at home and spend all this money. And that was an unhealthy habit and does not talk about the downfall of everything else that's affected through the web of when you've hyper-focused on that one thing and that's the thing that you're correcting and again it's like yeah you created the problem <laughs> you are somewhat required to fix it but also you are fixing it in a way that tends to benefit your company the most and not your consumers the mm -hmm. most again a lot of these decisions while they are fixing their problem are they're fixing them in a corporate forward first manner and I think that is a part of where all corporations do this. I think is a, is a very frustrating thing to sort of have to deal with when you're dealing with a corporation that needs to make money. Most of their decisions are going to come as corporate first, and they sort of hope that it's enough of a consumer benefit that people don't get mad. And it's interesting because they are in this press release also saying we are hoping to release a flurry of other things that get you excited that you will stop caring about how mad you are about this. I mean, that's sort of the underlying message is we're doing so many great things in the games that that you will not care about the thing that we can't we have to admit is terrible for a lot of people. Hopefully we'll do so many other things that it will be a drop in the bucket compared to the value you think you're getting out of our game going forward. Do you think, though, that there is some truth to that? If so, if you're if you're like sitting in a discord all day and you're spending. Ten bucks a day, like slamming remote raids, because that is the fun thing to you, whether that's chasing a shiny or chasing 100 percent or chasing 100 percent shiny. You know who you are, not me. I'll tell you that much. But do you think if they add other gameplay features that are exciting, you it would almost like re um thinking pot it would like respark the joy yeah. because I think to I think there was excitement around Team Go Rocket when it first came out and people were like oh my gosh and they went out and they were like I want to battle as much Team Go Rocket I want to collect these Shadow Pokemon like none of that and was I remote raid pass like that was like going I would out. literally pay money to never see a yes, Team Go Rocket I'm, yeah. I'm with you I'm with you Greg 100% from going from like level 44 to 45 or whatever it was or 45 to 46 you have to like battle like 7 so million Team I, I never want to see Team Ro Go Rocket never. again but like I also don't want the game to just be 
I'm just going to spend a dollar and do raids until I get a shiny. And then cool. Next week, uh, there's a new sh- cool Tapu Bulu coming. All right. I'm just going to spend dollars until that one's shiny. Okay. After yeah. that, Tapu Coco coming. I'm going to spend. I don't want the game to be that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they do have a problem that they need to figure out what they're doing with their game to reignite the, the fan base because we are seven years in and it is not an exciting game to play. Um, so like I get they are stuck in they are stuck in a very hard place because their game isn't aging well and people no longer see the value of playing your game. They see much more value in shortcutting your game. And that is a problem for a lot of games. Um, <clears throat> but there are ways to sort of do that better like MMOs deal with this all the time they have to do an expansion every so years to reinvigorate the game and raise level caps and to help people get to that point you know you can pay money to skip levels like there these things exist to re to reinvigorate the game and i think the issue that we're having here is we are in a bad holding pattern and they don't have an expansion to really announce Right, like the big expansion right now is Shadow Raids, and Shadow all... Raids and the Master Ball. I feel like are yeah. things they're really maybe excited to announce, and I'm not sure they're being received the way they want them to be. I don't, I don't think so because Shadow Raids aren't are still raids, and raids aren't particularly fun to do. And yeah. you, you still know? have to battle the Team Go Rocket to get the shards, right. to get the purified thing, and throw at the raids, and. <laughs> You know, it's relying on things that have existed for a while that people are already over and not enthused by. So when you say, hey, we're bringing in shadow raids, you're like, okay, well, you had me at shadow. You lost me at raid. Yeah, it it goes back to like when they first introduced megas and it was like, oh, these are just raids. And Mm -hmm. I have to do like three of them or four of them to get enough energy to do the mega to then do more like for them being like. We don't want you to sit in your Discord and remote raid all day. We would like you to go out. We would like you to leave. We would like you to play the game that we want to be walking based. I get that. But also, you just keep giving us raid content. <laughs> like, <laughs> At like, the very least, give us a start raid button so they don't take quite as long and we can get back to walking. Mm-hmm. Like, At least at the fundamental base level, Team Go Rocket was... They appear at Pokestops, and when you're walking through the park, three of them will pop up, and you can stop what you're doing, and you can battle them, and that's different than just sitting there and catching. But it just... And, like, everyone's mad at raids. Understandable. Prices went up. Limit is there. Totally get it. But then all of your content is still (laughs) raid-based. Like, yeah. it's still yeah. around raids and so it's like we have new and exciting stuff is it more like raid stuff because <laughs> yeah. like that's not new and exciting like well and the problem is is like oh and we're leaning into the stuff that you're that you're mad about for the passes like we're doing more raids which sort of just keeps pushing a button on the raid pass issue mm-hmm. like do something else. I you, think like the costume stuff is supposed to like that's rumored, right? Like the yeah, costume show or whatever, which is like I don't know if that's going to like like I guess to like 
there there is the buddy system like that is not raid not team rocket not catching um i mean they have introduced really cool stuff in the last mm-hmm. year that's not raid based they did vivian they did kecleon they that's brought true. in zorua all of those things gimme ghoul they brought in a lot of really cool Pokemon that you can get, you just don't see them very often. So that was those were all each a little fun burst of this is good for the game. You're right. The Vivian stuff was yep. really good. Yeah, and Kecleon was really exciting when it was finally <laughs> announced, and you just can't find them anymore, and you need them for the masterwork. But yeah, I need I need four more. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all the big things, yeah, are raid based. I, I don't I, I I think it's hard for me to be like this team go rocket stuff. Maybe there are some people that are not jaded or burnt out from team go rocket. I still want my hero badge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm past that level where I had to do an immeasurable number of team go rocket battles and yeah. I still do them. Um, but it's not exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Even. If if. Like, I, I, I have no problem with, like, Mewtwo being in raids as, like, a shadow Pokemon. I think that's cool. I th- I'm not saying Mewtwo shouldn't be there, but, like, if your new event is we revamped Team Go Rocket, but not really. They're just in raids that I, I would, I, gosh, I would just like to see Team Go Rocket be different. Yeah. Not, like, change, change their it to Pokemon. to a different team. <laughs> yeah, make a Team Plasma. <laughs> I don't know. Just something that isn't. But that that's its own problem. Um, yeah, like the the battle system is is an, as tu- intuitive or as not intuitive as you want to make it out to be. I mean, they're changing the battle system a little bit with this whole shard thing, purified gem yeah. thing, and I think that that's supposed to be a little boost there. And it does seem interesting. It's just you have to do the team go rocket battles to get those things. Like I said, this is putting two features that people aren't super psyched about together, and I'm not sure it's going to generate hype. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, I think that's, uh, that's our uh, show. Oh, one, one, one quick update. Oh, yeah. Dashin and Zamazenta have been announced for Pokemon Quest in China, so they're there to destroy that game, too. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Just Zashian. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. Zashian. Zamazenta's fine. Zamazenta's never broken anything. <laughs> Zamazenta's the good shield boy, protecting everything. And Zashian's like, I'm going to cut it to pieces. All right. Well, that's our show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. There's a couple new YouTube videos up on the channel. Uh, I, I did a YouTube video of 10 tips uh, that Sword and Shield doesn't tell you. I think they're good. Uh, every single one, there was a comment of somebody saying they didn't know that. I, I I bet you I bet there's at least one you don't know. So number seven will surprise you. Number seven you. is going <laughs> to shock you. It's crazy. You will not believe what number seven is. Uh, number seven changes everything. Uh, <laughs> Fixes all the bugs in the game. Yeah, you just need to do that one thing. This is how you fix the glitch. We will we will be back next week. Um, Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end of the show. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Greg. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Anxiously or not so anxiously waiting for Chess not to come back. Super effective. I could just breed you one. (laughs) But I want the mark. (laughs) I want that mark on it.
This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Gray, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.